Welcome to the Understanding Society podcast series. In today's podcast, Eloise Poole from Natsen Social Research talks about ESRC-funded research making use of Understanding Society to look at modern fatherhood in the 21st century UK, and in particular at research looking at fathers who don't live with their children. Being a secondary analysis study, we're examining three large-scale data sets to examine fathers' work and fathers' family life, both in the UK and across selected European countries. And there's really three main aims to the study. The first is to provide a a comprehensive and up-to-date profile of fathers in the UK in terms of their work and their family life, to analyse time trends in fathers' working patterns and to explore how policy has affected working patterns across the UK. And finally, to explore institutional factors by comparing the UK with some other European countries. So what would you say then that it's important that we look at this whole question of modern-day fatherhood? I mean, the role of fathers as breadwinners and parents has been undergoing really dramatic changes over the past few decades. I mean, men are becoming more involved in family life, especially for the care of children, but also in housework. And at the same time, you know, the vast majority of men are still in full-time employment. And taking that in the context that now more women than ever before are in employment, that kind of poses new challenges and new experiences in terms of family life. In the UK and across Europe, there's been this renewed policy emphasis and concern about men and families. However, you know, research hasn't really kept pace with that. Then there's this evidence gap relating to fathers, what they're doing in terms of work and family, and also there's no kind of comprehensive hub of information about fathers in terms of their work life, their family life, and how these link together. The project's really trying to, you know, fill that evidence gap and link it all together. You mentioned this is a secondary data project. You're using a number of data sets, one of which is Understanding Society. I'm really keen to know what it is about Understanding Society that's particularly useful and helpful to you in looking at these questions and examining these questions in your project. So we're using a range of data sets, as I mentioned, but each one kind of fulfills a different need. And for us, Understanding Society has been really fantastic in focusing really on the father's family life and the profiling of fathers. Research on fathers in general um, is quite limited and one of the reasons of that is that they're a quite hard to reach group, especially when you're looking at family-based studies. It tends to interview one parent in the family, tended to always be the mother. What's really great about Unsang Society is obviously they interview everyone in the household, so we get these range of perspectives. So we get the father's perspective on things, but also we can link that with what their partner and what other members of the family are saying. I understand the survey has been particularly helpful in helping you look at fathers who don't live with their children. It has been really useful. Historically, non-resident fathers have been a really hard group to reach and to especially for quantitative and representative studies that's because there's no comprehensive data set or um, flag on any benefit records that identifies non-resident fathers um, so understanding society has been a really good way for us to access non-resident fathers in a representative way also um, the size of the data set means that you know we can get a really good although it's a subsample of fathers we can get a really good sample size of non-resident fathers, um, around a 1,000 from wave one, which has been really helpful for our analysis. Presumably that lends real credibility as well to to the research. Yeah, definitely. You have been able to come up with some findings to date. Let's start talking about those. What would you say really are the the key points to have come out so far? 
Um, I think focusing on our most recent work, which was looking at non-resident fathers, it's been really picked up by the media, which is fantastic. Mainly because, you know, it's the first time we've been able to, to profile and give a comprehensive account of non-resident fathers. So we worked out that 5% of men in the UK report having dependent age non-resident children. And that equates to just under 1 million men in the UK. Also important was the fact that we found out that non-resident fathers form this really diverse cross-section of men. They're not a homogenous group, which is often portrayed in the media, the idea of the feckless father. However, when we did do some more in-depth analysis, controlling for other factors, we did find out that as a group, non-resident fathers tend to be more likely to be economically disadvantaged, to belong to particular ethnic groups, and they're more likely to have had um, multiple previous relationships. There has been widespread political support for shared parenting, but I know that your research seems to indicate that might not be quite as straightforward as, as one might think. Shared parenting is this kind of term that's, that's used quite widely, and one of the issues with it is that it's interpreted in many different ways. Um, some believe that you know shared parenting is this idea of true shared care, a 50-50 split of the children's time and the children's residency. However, others tend to interpret it more broadly, which means that although both parents are responsible for the parenting of the child, the, the time they spend with the child and the actual the residency of the ch children is more flexible and can reflect you know, a range of different circumstances. One thing from our research is really that if there's this push towards you know, facilitating shared parenting, it's really necessary that both of the parents are in a position, both an economic position and also in terms of time and other resources, to be able to be there and provide this shared parenting. Especially in, if we think that some non-resident parents are more economically disadvantaged, they might not have a bed for the child to sleep in. And also, a lot of non-resident fathers have um, repartnered and had subsequent families, so they actually have additional pressures on them, on their resources, their time, their financial resources. So there's more pressure and challenges in facilitating shared parenting than might seem prima facie. So what would you say then are the key takeaways for policymakers who are interested in this, this area and interested in trying to push those sorts of relevant policies forward? I think to be really aware that you know, non-resident fathers aren't a homogenous group and when you're introducing new policies and, and new legal changes, you need to recognise that it's not a one-size-fits-all model. These fathers have very different lives from one another and you need to put in place provision to facilitate any changes that you're going to make. Where does the research go from here then, Eloise? Uh, you're, you're coming towards the end of the project from Natsen's perspective. What can we expect to, to see in the coming weeks and months? So at the moment we're working on a range of different journal papers, um, one looking at non-resident fathers, but also quite a few looking at fathers' work, work-family conflict, and they'll be published hopefully later this year. We also hope to publish a further briefing paper in the coming months, which is looking at fathers' relationships with their partners and how this interacts with their parenting behaviour. Um, and finally, we're hosting a dissemination event on the 3rd of July, which will cover all aspects of the study and um, more details about that are available on the website. The Modern Fatherhood Project is funded by the ESRC Secondary Analysis Initiative and involves researchers from Natsen, the University of East Anglia and the Thomas Coram Research Unit. More details are available on the project website at www.modernfatherhood.org.